You know, some people who financially support Christian ministries also like to play golf. Yeah, I don't have to be one of them. If you'd see the one time I did play golf, when I hit the guy teaching me in the head with the club, yeah, you would understand why I have been banned from golf courses. <laughs> but there are those who get together to play golf in a benefit tournament on behalf of the cause they support. Yeah, in one major city, they asked the local NFL quarterback, probably the best-known guy in town, to be the chairman. Well, actually, they asked him to be the honorary chairman. They put his name on the invitation, on the letterhead, and that was pretty impressive. It made the event feel more important. Hey, but don't kid yourself. The quarterback had actually no say in how the day was organized. See, he was the honorary chairman. Translation, big title. No authority. <laughs> well, I'm Ron Hutchcraft, and I want to have a word with you today about the myth of the honorary chairman. Well, our word for today from the Word of God comes from Luke chapter 6, and I'll begin reading it in verse 46. Jesus is describing here a relationship that seems to be all right with him, but it has a major problem. He says, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? I will show you what he is like who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice. He's like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. And when a flood came, a torrent struck that house, but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck that house, you guess the outcome, it collapsed, and its destruction was complete. So Jesus is describing in this passage a man headed for a collapse, someone who calls Jesus Lord, Lord, but doesn't do what he says. In other words, Jesus has become that man's honorary chairman. See, that happens to us. Oh, we still have Jesus' name on the letterhead. He's still got top billing. He's got the title. He's still got our official allegiance. But he doesn't have any real authority over the choices that really matter to us, that make up our days. See, it's easy for that to happen after you've followed Christ for a while. Oh, there was a time when you gave him everything about you. You knew how much you needed him. But see, there's a lot more of you in your life now. I mean, you got business decisions, you got a much larger life, relationships that weren't there before, uh, you got a reputation maybe you didn't have before, needs that weren't there when you gave them all of you. Your family's different. Your financial position's different. It could be that his lordship may not have grown with your life. Maybe it hasn't expanded daily as each day's new experiences have emerged. It could be that you're depending on a commitment that was deep and meaningful at one time, and, and it was difficult to make then because you were giving it your all. But now what was once passion has sort of become, oh, professional. What was, what was alive has become official. What was warm, it's gotten cold. It could be it's time to return to that altar where you totally surrendered. Oh, it'll be harder this time, because you've got more to give. But Jesus paid with his life, not to have the title of Lord, but to have the authority. Authority that is daily expanded through you giving him new ground from that 24-hour period of your life. You make him 
Lord of the stuff of that day. And then again tomorrow, you do it again. Why don't you light the fire again? The fire that's kindled, not when Jesus is honorary chairman, but when he is the hands-on Lord of every choice you make.